0: What don't Bill Landis and Austin Ward know? Maybe the answer is everything. Welcome back to Podcast (laughs) Daily. Uh, It's a Thursday training camp rolling along for Ohio State. This is a bit of a companion piece from what we did a couple days ago where we broke down things that we do know, or at least we're thinking we know about Ohio State at this point. So let's flip it. Put that thing down, flip it, reverse it. (laughs) What
1: don't we know, Bill? The list of things I don't know is yeah, it's it's too, much, it's too long. It's for, much larger for a 20-minute podcast. Um, there are a few things that I like that I think are going to happen, but I'm uncertain about exactly how it's going to unfold. Um, I think probably the top of that list for me is exactly what they're going to do with C.J. Hicks, um, who was just standing out here a minute ago. Like Jim, Jim Knowles talks about like we've, he's, he's pushing to get him on the field. He's a guy that we have to find something for him to do. Um, and, and part of that is the Jack position, but I'm unclear on how that breakdown will happen between he and Mitchell Melton, frankly, how much they'll use that position in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also if he's going to play will linebacker, is he going to play it along with steel chambers? Is he purely like steel chambers backup and will only play when games sort of get out of hand? Um, I don't, I don't really know what the right answer is there either. Cause I think, as like I said before, like steel's good. Like, I don't, I don't know the steel's a guy who should come off the field, um, but CJ's also a guy who needs to play. So I I don't know how they balance that. I, I do fully believe that they're going to get him involved in the defense. I don't think there's going to be another season where he's doing nothing but special teams. Um, but I still I don't have a firm grasp yet on what that's gonna look like. It's a it's a little nebulous. A little nebulous. I don't know that they know at this point though. Yeah. They probably and and maybe they don't need to know. I don't I maybe mean, it's like a feel thing as the season starts. You kinda this feels like a spot for CJ or or this right tackle can't block anybody. Let's throw CJ out there and let him go to work a little bit. I think I think there might be some of that to it too. I don't I don't know that it needs to be defined at the moment, but when we talk to Jim Knowles, it's it's more general than specific, and I would like specific because it makes my job easier, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, less less
0: forecasting and projecting out. I thought coming into camp that it was it was just obviously going to be easier for Sonny Styles out of these two. They're the ones with the you know freakish athleticism we talk so much about. CJ Hicks and Sonny Styles have to play like. Sonny, that's absolutely gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any question about it. And I it seems as if CJ has impressed enough, worked hard enough, done it added enough versatility that he'll find a role. But as you said, I don't I don't know what it is, where it is, how much it's gonna be. You don't wanna just put him purely on special teams and call it a day. That's not gonna be enough. Right. So I what does that look like? I, I really don't know because the things that are certain is that Tommy Eichenberg is not gonna leave the field for any rep or snap of significance and steel chambers as much as you know you could look at them both physically and say well i think i think cj hicks probably got a better nfl upside steel chambers is a hell of a linebacker and a real asset to this team and he's not going to disappear from this equation yeah and cody simon continues to be someone that is repeatedly brought up for his work in practice and uh, and, I th- and we've mentioned him before, like his production on a per-snap basis last year in a, in a more clearly defined but smaller role was really good. So what? A, I don't know. It just boggles my mind trying to figure out what that means for CJ.
1: I do think that there is a world where Steel and CJ can coexist on high-leverage snaps. And if that's like Steel's playing 90 and CJ's playing 10, that's still different than it was last year. And uh, maybe I'd like to see it more like 80-20. I don't like fit and and I think CJ is good enough that like once you put him on the field, you're like, nope, it's 50 50. They both got to play. Like, I think that's on the table too. But it's just like there have been times here in the past where older guys play ahead of clearly much more talented younger players. And we're just like, what is happening? I, I don't <laughs> think this is that dynamic at all because I don't want to shortchange Steele that way. He's been super productive and I have every reason to believe he'll get better this year. The overall question at running
0: back is like, I th- I mean, I know that Travion is going to start. It seemed pretty clear that's what Ryan Day and Tony Alford envisioned, uh, and it's this works out this way every year. You don't know what the breakdown of carries or the pecking order behind maybe that starter is going to look like. Um, and so that's the overall question, but the more specific one is how does Dallin Hayden impact that mm. conversation? His camp, you know, we, we've seen him do some things out of the backfield, talked to him about, you know, about a week ago. Can this offense use running backs – more frequently as passing game targets than they did a year ago. It's like just sort of to the point. Yeah. Like screens and some of that stuff has to come back, I think into the Iowa state offense is down. Hayden the best one for that. I don't know if, if Evan Pryor's push is as legitimate as it seems to be, I would think that some of those touches would be starting to go that way instead of down Hayden's way. And it's, that would be through no fault of his own. And it's not even, necessarily a problem for Ohio State if that's the way that it works out once you get Mayan Williams healthy and back into the into the mix and chip train him giving some of that you know power uh, powerhouse work to the backfield Mm -hmm. I mean you can come up with any solution with those five and I think it would work but it I am curious because I just flash back to some of that stuff that Dallin was doing as a true freshman in November where we're like isn't he the solution why is he not the solution? Uh, and and we would hear so much about the practice habits and ball security. You're not hearing those things brought up as a concern about him, but you're also like just not hearing his name much at all. And that, that may not mean anything at all, but it
1: has been unusual to me. And I, I don't really understand why. Now that you mentioned, I guess I haven't thought of it, but we we have not talked about him uh, much. He's a, he's a more understated guy. Like I think his interview out here was like three minutes. It was quite short. Yeah. So like, he doesn't need to talk about it either. Um, I do think, like all all things being equal, everyone healthy, he probably is down the pecking order a bit, which is like I don't know, not not surprising. How many running backs can you can you actually work into a game on a regular basis? I don't I don't think the answer is like more than three, Um, and it might be closer to uh two. So so as long as everyone's ready to go, then then someone has to unfortunately be on on the bad end of that, and I think like everyone who's not Travion and Mayan would be that guy, and then you just keep those guys ready should something happen like happened last year. And they probably will need to dip into that depth at some point in the season. It's the nature of the position. Um, I th- like, as long as that happens, I feel like my, my view on the season for Dallin Hayden is like, get your work when it comes to you, keep developing because like next year, <laughs> you're the guy. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think that's a fine plan. He's a true sophomore. Um, I think that's okay for him, but um, we've not heard a ton about him. And, but also like, if you think about the things he did last year, and then just look at how he's changed physically and added what I, I see, like, a little more burst for him, maybe some better foot speed. Like, he can be more productive than he was last year, too, if they decide to use him more. So, um, I don't know what that looks like for him. I don't really know what the running back room looks like for anybody outside of Trevion Henderson because I feel like Ryan Dade kind of drew a pretty hard line. It's like, it's Trevion and the rest of them. Yeah. It's like, okay. which. I don't think it's wrong as long as Travion is healthy and the guy we saw as a freshman. Yeah. But then that was like, that made it more confusing for me. Like, okay, what does the rest of this look like?
0: Well, and, you know, as you said, over the course of the year, 14, 15 games, if you're going to play that many, that's, that, that workload is going to build the opportunity where you might get nicked up. You know, we've seen Travion deal with that in both of the last two years because of his, when he's at his best, his aggressive, you know, hard-charging approach. He is not afraid of contact that's a positive for you to play football is often over the long haul difficult to keep doing Mm -hmm. that and he's picked up you know that we've seen in year one that was you know concussion and some problems you know know, that's not a problem if you have a concussion you're not going to play but injury concerns that pop up that's natural it occurs at running back you're not going to probably play all 15 games uh, for a championship level team in the big 10 at running back and stay fully healthy so you're already seeing that with Mayan Williams, some attrition, where you're, getting, you're having to test that and find the other options. And But if Travion is clearly number one in their mind, boy, and then you draw that delineation point that you're talking about, what, you know, what does that mean for two through five? How close are they
1: to that level if Ohio State had to use it? I maintain that they will run the ball probably more than we're expecting. Which opens up opportunities for everybody else because you're not, regardless of the line between them, whatever, like Trimian's mm-hmm. not going to carry it 30 times a game. Why would you do that to him? Right. So there'll be work for everybody. And like Mayan is probably second there as long as he's healthy. And I would th- I would think Dallin is third, but is Evan Pryor third because he can give you a little more as a pass catcher? I don't know. Maybe maybe they're three A and three B <laughs> if you <if we laughs> want to call them that. I'm not am not sure. It's not a problem like whatsoever. It's just sort of interesting. I think, to monitor how they go about their business at that position. But I think the end result is they're going to have a good running back, which I think is all fans should probably care about. Um, I have talked a lot about my confidence in how good these cornerbacks are going to be. Still, I'm very confident, not 100% sure, like, what it's going to look like. And Denzel Burke, when we talked to him last week, was like, I know what it's going to look like, but I'm not telling you. Um, which I wish he would have taken a different tact with that. Uh, <laughs> but he said something in that conversation where, like, he's like, I'm a boundary corner. I want to line up, play press man-to-man, and we're going to rock. And they're like, okay. And then he called Jordan Hancock the best off-corner he's, he's played with or seen. Um, and I think Davis and Nick would probably trend more toward Jordan Hancock than he does the skill set that Denzel Burke was describing for himself. So like coming into this, I thought like others oh, are going to three rotate evenly. Now I'm leaning a little more towards like Denzel is going to play a whole lot. And the other two are going to rotate and maybe all three play at one time, but it is the usage is unclear to me. All three are going to play. I don't doubt that whatsoever. Maybe even a fourth gets into that mix with Jair Brown, not to make it more confusing, but <laughs> um, I don't know that I have a firm grasp on exactly what that's going to look like other than, those three are going to play, and I think they're going to play at a really high level. Do you think when they've put Denzel on the opposite field in the split squad, it's because they just know he's going to play a ton? And Yeah. I Yeah, like they're kind of like feeling out the rest of it. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I took it. Like, And it's good work, too, just like put – because I think the first time we saw it was like, just go go guard Marv for like an hour. We'll see you later. And then the, the second time, I think Marvin was on the other field, but maybe – Julian Fleming was on the, the solo field where there wasn't a the whole lot of other starters. I was like, just guard Julian Fleming for a while and get good work out of that. So yeah, I don't I don't think that they are concerned or like paying much mind to like, Denzel's got to get better. I think like he's set. And it's not that they're unsure of the other guys, but I, I think that there's a little more to kind of digest there with those two newer faces, I guess, if you want to call Jordan Hancock that.
0: Right, uh, what else do I not know? Uh, well, I guess I'd have to say, I was wrong at this time of last week when I said, drill down, Ohio State's going to have a starting quarterback, uh, and name it. So, you know, I said I would throw my hand up if I was wrong, and I was. There it is. Uh, they do not have a starting quarterback at this point. They have another scrimmage that they're going to evaluate. Uh, Bill has, you know, said repeatedly that, you know, August 19th, August 21st, get through two scrimmages. That's the way it works. Um, I guess I would say that. I th- why was I wrong? I thought that Kyle McCord would separate by this point because I, I thought that he had a lead coming into camp. Uh, I thought that he would you know maybe slam the door in one scrimmage and mm. and I'd have to say that that has not happened. Does that mean that it's a cause for concern for Ohio State? I would say no. Uh, does it mean that Devin Brown has performed well through two weeks? Probably so uh, I' don't, I've only seen those two practices and I you know, one I thought was more clearly in favor of Kyle McCord. The other, I think you could have, on day one, who knows what any of that meant. Probably nothing, yeah. um, just just to confuse me and, <laughs> and muddle up the situation. But um, I, I would say that there probably is an element where uh, you're playing from behind, like Devin Brown, as we talked about, as Burn mixed the metaphors the other day with you know, poker and golf and everything, and hitting a home run. Like, he's not ex- he, he wasn't expected to win the job. I think it's easier to go for broke and push things down the field if that's the situation that you're in. Um, and for Kyle McCord, there there probably has to be something. I I've not talked to him about this. Nobody has you know indicated this one way or another. There there has to be some pressure that builds mentally where you you do want to force that separation. You thought you would be the starting quarterback at this point. And and if it hasn't worked out that way, maybe, you know, you play more cautious. I don't don't know. I think the way that Ryan Day has continued to talk about this battle lends itself towards getting Kyle McCord out of that. And then you guys have both made the point. It didn't have to happen this week. That's fine. That's good. But maybe there is a reason that I'm wrong and will, and, and the, situation will work out differently i still don't i'm not to that point now but i would have to say that clearly i didn't know uh (laughs) the separation part coming into this week because i thought that it would happen
1: yeah i don't i mean it's it's not a thing that i was ever certain of i I wouldn't say it to that extent like my lean like a lot of people's like the common court is eventually going to be the team starting quarterback i probably feel somewhat less confident in that as we stand here uh, on a thursday, yeah, morning, talk, thursday morning talking about yeah. this uh-huh. um but i still think that's the end result um the, the path has not been what i expected it to be i, I i'm with you i thought that there i didn't i think there'd be a starter name by now i thought it would be clear who it's going to be and it mm-hmm. is and it is not clear i don't think that's a bad thing for ohio state whatsoever i think it means they got two good quarterbacks um and eventually ryan day is going to have to pick one i guess like i worry i worry slightly like if if the if the competition is affecting, I think, both of these guys in a way where like things are probably just more inconsistent than they would be otherwise, you have to do something to make sure that doesn't carry into the season. Because that was a problem in 2015. It was mm-hmm. like neither one of those guys, and JT probably handled it worse than Cardell Jones did, really handled that all that well, and, and they were worse players because of it. Yeah. I don't think anybody thinks either one of those guys was a bad quarterback. They just never really got to the best form of their self because of, of one that cannot handling competition, but also like that was a really mismanaged situation. I don't think this situation will be mismanaged. I think Ryan Day is too smart about quarterback play to let that happen. Um but you do get a sense of like both of these guys at times are feeling it. Like and, and it, it just shows off like an errant throws or like playing a little tight at times in the practices we've watched. And I think that's all well and good in practice. Like you're you're competing, you wanna see who rises to the challenge and, and, and who doesn't or or how that makes each guy better um it just can't show up on the field like once the toe hits the ball at indiana or and and at any point after that so as long as they can avoid that and i think they will i'm not really worried about it it has just been more interesting than i maybe anticipated this being i think i think it's hard to evaluate
0: because the defense seems so much better than at this time a year ago like they want to, both Kyle McCord and Devin Brown want to shine and pull ahead of the other. Mm-hmm. Like, the defense isn't really allowing that from what I've seen. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> so, like, this, this HOB stuff, like, well, that's not, not ideal for naming one of the quarterbacks. You're going against a really good secondary. You're getting a pass rush in your face. You have, you know, things that we don't know about, you know, the pass protection and where that's going to go forward for Ohio State with either one starting against Indiana. Like, it's, I think it's difficult for them to move ahead. Both guys have done things, like, the open practices we saw the two, the turnovers came from Devin Brown. There was an interception on the first day and a, a kind of an unforced error fumble mm-hmm. in the second one. And again, it's, it's unfortunate that, and, and unfair in a lot of ways that that's the kind of stuff that we have to go on in such a small sample size. But, you know, if you said that, you know, Kyle McCord has tried to be safer because he doesn't want to make those costly mistakes. And if he's checking it down a lot, I'd say that's probably that it probably is happening. Um, if you go play against Indiana, I bet it's going to be a lot easier than playing against Ohio State's first
1: defense. I would hope so. <laughs> if, if Ohio State's defense is as good as we think it's going to be, uh, that will definitely be the case. And like, even we talked to case over on Wednesday, was like this defense is awesome, like top to bottom, they're really good. Like all three levels, like there's guys you got to worry about, and uh, that's probably doubly true for the quarterbacks who are trying to one compete for a job, two like just learning how to be better football players and like digest the offense and learn how to make plays and stuff, like. They are, I think we forget, like, they are rather inexperienced, especially Devin. But, like, even Kyle does not have a ton of experience, has no high leverage experience to speak of. So, like, that he is still working through some stuff. I think we probably have to have a little patience with that. Mm. Um, even though he is the third year in the program, and you know, I've expressed before, like, why hasn't he pulled away? He's, he's older, he's played more. I like that only gets you so far. And I think it's okay that they're still both feeling through some stuff. Yeah. Anything else? No, the other I had running backs on my list too, but you, okay. you touched on that, um, like receiver. I think we know what the deal is. <laughs> Offensive line, I think he's becoming clear. Defensive line, I don't think there's a whole lot there to clean up either. Linebackers fairly straight outside of CJ Hicks and the nickel position, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, I feel like it's like it's sunny, and then when it's not sunny, he's going to move, and it's Cam, <laughs> yeah. and I think that's probably it. Well. We've tried to get a good feel for things that we know and don't know, and uh, they're subject to change in a week's time.
0: Uh, I don't know if we have to do this exact same format again, but maybe we will. Who knows? Uh, we'll figure out things we don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll try to get some answers about things that are clear to the Ohio State defensive line. Later on today, Thursday, Larry Johnson and the Rushman will uh, provide some updates, so we'll see what we can learn about that group. Again, as uh, training camp rolls along and the opener creeps ever closer with Ohio State, Uh, heading to Indiana on that first Saturday in September. Thanks for joining us on the Podcast Daily. That's Bill. I'm Austin. Talk to you later.